Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Texas, how do you feel about that statement? Do you honestly believe that you're going to turn blue coming up soon? I don't know if she's counting on all the illegals crossing the border, hoping that all of them will vote blue, or if she sees a particular trend from one of her leftist websites that would lead her in that direction, but she is fired up. I've said in the past, she definitely has a lot of energy. She's just very misguided on what is actually happening in the world today, and her political ideology is just not what it should be. Well, I want to read you an article, and we'll just go a little deeper down that rabbit hole of how misguided she truly is. In an interview with The New Yorker released on Monday, when asked if she thought the country was getting to that point as if the U.S. would be on the brink of civil war, if events did not change, AOC indicated that the events may have already been in motion. David Remnick, you've used the phrase, if we have a democracy 10 years from now, do you think we won't? AOC, I think there's a very real risk that we won't. Uh, what we risk is having a government that perhaps postures as a democracy and may try to pretend that it is, but isn't. Remnick, what's going to bring us to that point? You hear a lot of talk now about our being on the brink of civil war. That's the latest phrase in a series of books that have come out. What will happen to us to bring, or excuse me, what will happen to bring us to that degraded point? AOC, well, I think it has started, but it's not beyond hope. We're never beyond hope. But we've already seen the opening of this, where you have a very targeted, specific attack on the rights to vote across the United States, particularly in areas where Republican power is threatened by changing electorates and demographics. AOC further went on to say that she wished the Democratic Party had more stones. She complained about Nancy Pelosi saying, I wish our party was capable of truly supporting bold leadership that can address root causes. She went on later in the interview and blamed Joe Biden for not getting the Build Back Better passed and not getting voter reform passed. 
And she said that, you know, he tried to just talk to Joe Manchin like an old pal, and that doesn't get it done. So she thinks there's a real lack of leadership within her own party. (laughs) Okay. Going back to when she said uh, it's never beyond hope, and then she wants to call out Republicans afraid of changing electorates and uh, demographics, that's where the misguided comes in. We don't hold on to voting laws because we're afraid of changing with the time or because the Republicans are afraid they may lose a seat here and there. They obviously want to win their seats, but that's not why. Voting is very easy to cheat if you don't really have strict rules in place. Democrats just want a free-for-all, mail a a ballot to Every Joe Blow across the entire United States, get it back, and then we, the government, we will be the ones that count it. You guys don't need to worry about it. Well, sorry, that's the easiest way to cheat. So what Republicans do is advocate for common sense voting laws. You know, voter ID. Anybody over the age of 16 has to have a driver's license. I mean, you know, most kids, at least when I was young, I would assume it's not much different. Can't wait to get the driver's license and get out on the road. There you go. You already have your ID. It's as simple as that. (laughs) I mean, you don't even have to think about voting yet because you can't vote. You already have the ID that we are suggesting and wanting to require that you have. You get it for other purposes besides voting, so you should already have that ID. In which case... It shouldn't be so taboo of a subject, and it shouldn't be such a hot item on the Democratic list unless you want to cheat. Simple things. You want drop boxes that are being managed by somebody. So you don't have in the middle of the night somebody come up with 6,000 ballots that they forged or went around and found and filled out themselves, and you're dumping 6,000 ballots in because you got somebody standing there going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here, guy? Where'd you get 6,000 ballots? And don't tell me you got 6,000 family members, okay? Because that, that don't fly. Common sense. Voting hours. Most voting hours, contrary to popular opinion of what they say, most places have early voting. Most states. Not all states, but most states have early voting. I know here in Florida, we get at least two weeks ahead of time where you walk in, there are no lines, and you go vote early. So if you don't want to deal with it on election day, you go early, you do it. You also have absentee ballots. If you have a legitimate reason why you can't do it in person, they accept that. You fill out, you get your absentee ballot form, you send it in. No big deal. Common sense items. They're always poking at this voter law because that is the easiest way for them to retain power by cheating. That's it. That's how, if she believes that that's actually a problem, if she truly thinks that voting should be any other way, that shows how misguided she truly is. I do believe her that her party lacks leadership. I do agree with her on that point. Her party is just a bunch of weasels. They all turn on each other. Let's look at the latest situation. By now, everybody's heard. I've talked about it on my show. Everybody's talking about it. You've heard that potentially from what we see coming out, Hillary Clinton paid to have servers broken into from the White House and Trump Tower and his campaign. So Hillary is dirty. I told you Monday, I think it was Monday. Yeah, I told you Monday. (laughs) I told you Monday, excuse me. Who are they going to run for president? Because Hillary Clinton is beating Joe Biden hands down. So they're looking at her to run for president. I also told you she wouldn't face any penalties because of it. At this moment, I'm going to admit 
As I've thought about it, I'm probably wrong. I watched everybody's reaction. I'm watching the Democrats' reaction. And you even have Democrats now calling for her to get investigated. So me sitting there in my chair and thinking about it, said to myself, you know what? Their little evil, intricate plot, I bet, is getting a whole lot deeper. Now, this is just my opinion. Obviously, I have nothing to back this up, but it will make sense to you once I say it. They don't want Joe Biden to run for president again. The guy's going to be, I don't know, Methuselah age by the time he gets there. They don't want him to run. However, he's saying he is running. He's polling. He couldn't even beat Hillary in a primary. He couldn't beat anybody in a primary. He's just not pulling that well. His numbers are continually sinking, so the Democrats know that's a losing option. They don't want him to run. What is the best thing for Joe Biden to do right now, knowing that his biggest challenger is Hillary Clinton? Ah, let the Durham report, let it ride. Let it fly. Let Durham do his job. So when you go get Hillary all wrapped up in this scandal, and she potentially is on trial and could, he could even go to jail for what's happening... Joe Biden doesn't have to do anything but sit back and let it unfold itself. And his number one challenger is now out of the way. <laughs> yes, Democrats have no problem eating each other up. So knowing that he could get Hillary out of the way, it leaves him in charge. And Joe Biden is no leader. So they do lack leadership. They also lack loyalty, humanity, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, these people are bottom dwellers at best. However, her statements, as true as some of them are, and they are true, I agree with her on them. The only difference is I see it from my way, she sees it her way. She thinks that they don't like, they lack leadership enough stones to really drop the hammer on everybody and make these radical changes in the United States and turn us into a socialist country because she believes in that. She's open about it. She is openly a socialist, and I don't want to hear about that democratic socialist nonsense because the difference between a democratic socialist and a socialist is the democratic socialist promises to you they're not going to do all those bad things associated with socialism, but beyond that, that's it. They're the same. So I'm not with all the promising. I don't believe a damn thing they say in the first place, so I'm certainly not going to believe a promise that you say, and plus socialism is a failed ideology. It doesn't even make sense to go down that route. But she is an open socialist, and she really does want this radical change. Her party's not going to help her get there. They're starting to really see how unpopular that way of thinking is in the United States, and that the more people are seeing what they are doing, the more people are rejecting it, their poll numbers are reflecting it, and they know better than to go down that route. So they got to go back into the shadows and start over and figure out how to approach this from a different angle and fool people some more if they hope to pull it off. However, I would like to say at the end of all that, AOC, you are just dumb. All right, moving on to the peaceful protest that the truckers are doing in Canada and they're protesting for freedom. Justin Trudeau just pulled a move that's about as dictatorial as it can possibly get. I want to play you a couple audio clips back-to-back one where they are going to explain what they're going to do to these truckers, and then I want you to pay attention. In the end, when Trudeau speaks, one is going to be a speech, and one is a sit-down that he was at, and I want you to hear who he admires the most. Here they are, back-to-back. First, we are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules so that they cover crowdfunding platforms 
and the payment service providers they use. These changes cover all forms of transactions, including digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies. The illegal blockades have highlighted the fact that crowdfunding platforms and some of the payment service providers they use are not fully captured under the Proceeds of Crime and Terrorist Financing Act. Our banks and financial institutions are already obligated to report to the Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Centre of Canada, or FinTrack. As of today, all crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use must register with FinTrack and they must report large and suspicious transactions to FinTrack. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. Even with Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. There's a level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start you know, investing in solar. That is a hell of a statement. The person you admire most, the country you admire most, Canadians, if you're listening, is the dictatorship of China, of communist China. He admires them because it gives them the power to make whatever change they see fit. This is how these people are. This is scary. United States should pay very, very close attention to them. See, we have a constitution. We have a bill of rights. That's what protects us. Our forefathers were smart enough to know that these documents will keep tyranny to a minimum, if not eliminate it altogether. Maybe in earlier times with better intentions, we didn't have the same fight that we have today. But fortunately, we have those documents to protect us from stuff like that. Now, Canada does not have a constitution. They don't have what we have. And they may have their own documents. I'm saying they don't have a constitution like we have. Because of that, whatever rules they make is what it is. Those are the freedoms you're allowed to have. It's not like us. We are guaranteed freedom, period, the end. Do we have to follow laws and rules and regulations? Sure, but they're with the best of intentions. They also got to go through the process of getting passed. However, other countries, they don't have the same process as us. They make a rule. They make a law. There it is. Right now, Trudeau, dictator Trudeau, is going after the bank accounts of these truckers. They're talking about seizing their vehicles, freezing all of their personal bank assets, and arresting them. Why? For protesting peacefully? They're trying to make a point. They are fighting for freedom. You know, I recall, it's not happening in the United States, but I do recall some Democrats and some idiots on the left-wing news media outlets that says protests are supposed to be uncomfortable. 
See, uh, it's always a double standard with people like that. When it's for their cause, then it would be okay. See, now, if, if something was for Trudeau's cause, if they're blocking roads and stuff, that's just part of protesting. But because it's against what he's trying to do, because it's he, he, they're trying to stop him from snatching what freedoms they do have away from him, it's a problem. We're going to freeze everything. We're going to take everything. You're going to lose your job. You're not going to be able to work. We're coming after you. Because they are peacefully protesting what's happening. COVID is over. Apparently, Canada didn't get the memo. Now, we don't tell Canada how to run their country just like they shouldn't tell us how to run ours. But what I do know is that these people should, by your God-given right of being born on this earth, nobody is born into bondage. Nobody should be born into bondage. God put you here to be free. Okay? These people should have the right to protest against a tyrannical government like they have right now that's locking them up over something that is not even lethal. I am very concerned for Canada. I'm even more concerned for us because, you know, once one country sees what the other one gets away with, they always try it somewhere else. So if you don't think the Democrats and everybody are taking notes and paying attention... Believe me, they are to see how to implement what they want the United States to be, their vision for our country, which is them on the top, us on the bottom under their boot. I know I haven't talked a whole lot about this whole trucker convoy. It's The news is so saturated with it, everybody's hearing it, but it's definitely worth paying attention to. Just because I haven't talked much about it doesn't mean I'm not paying attention to it and see what real-life implications are coming out of it. So do pay attention to that. All right, moving on to Methuselah's wife, which is Nancy Pelosi. Democrats are weighing in whether to, whether to extend an individual stock trading ban to spouses of lawmakers. The Ban Conflicted Trading Act prohibits a member of Congress or certain congressional officers or employees from, one, purchasing or selling specific investments, two, entering into a transaction that creates a net short position in a security, and three, serving as an officer or member of any board of any for-profit entity. The real question is, do you think it's going to pass? <laughs> Doubtful. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband has made the news multiple times over the years just because of his investments, especially in technology companies, which is why Nancy Pelosi is worth, I think, in excess of $180 million. She might be at $200 million, which is highly concerning considering her position of power and inside information on all different types of stocks and trades and everything else. I mean... How many people are that good in the stock market? You got a lot of day traders nowadays that are looking to hit big. You got people that can that know what to do and how to do it, but it takes time and it takes money to invest and it takes a while to build up your wealth. Well, Nancy Pelosi on a governmental salary shouldn't be building up her wealth that quickly. Her husband, although he may be an investor in what he's done in the past, he has a better understanding of it. You just can't be that good all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm leery of it. And I certainly agree with the bill and the idea that your spouse should not be involved in any of it while you are serving. You know you're getting inside information. They know what's going on. Come on. I mean, 
it's like an open secret where it's supposed to be a secret and it's supposed to be hush hush, but everybody knows they're doing it. They get the inside scoop. They got people they work with in the stock market. They let them know what the good investments are going to be and when to sell because something bad's about to happen. They also make deals through Congress with certain places where they're not directly connected to certain corporations they're not connected to, but then they'll tell their husband, buy a whole lot of, or wife, buy a whole lot of stock in this particular place because it's about to get real. And so I don't think anybody should be trading. They should all be limited on any of that while one or the other, wife or husband, is serving in some type of seat because they're just using their position to enrich themselves, and that's not what it should be about. If you want to serve the people of the United States, then you serve the people of the United States. Unfortunately, that has passed as well in our society. Most people in politics aren't interested in serving the people as much as they are interested in serving themselves. And that's a trend that's been going on for for decades and decades at least. So yes, I agree with that. Hopefully that bill will pass. I seriously doubt it because they they don't want to stop making money and they're not going to try to hurt themselves from doing it either. And it's not just Democrats. I didn't call out, I'm calling out Nancy Pelosi because that article's about her, but in general, it's across the board. It's Democrats, it's Republicans, it's any independent if there's even one up there. Um, All of them are doing it. So make no mistake, they're all trying to enrich themselves. It's just something that, shouldn't be happening we'll see but the article is a pretty good article i think that was at uh let me look yeah it was at just the news so if you want to read the full article and they have some uh, commentary to go along with it you could check that out completely at just the news okay well at least it's hump day so if you're listening to this in the morning yeah you know it's hump day you're about halfway through you're at work right now you're getting to it it'll be over soon and then uh, you're halfway through the week if you're listening to this at the end of the day, then congratulations, you passed the halfway mark. Enjoy the rest of your night. We are going to do it again tomorrow. If you'd like to follow me at Twitter, I am at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N, Gap or Parlor. I am at The Real Little Joe. Thought Hub, I am at Little Joe CC. If you'd like to contact me, littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section. If you'd like to check out any videos I do, Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner, YouTube, Little Joe CC. Beyond that, we'll do it again tomorrow.